Hello and welcome to another edition of The Tip-Off. I'm Simon and joining me as I always do is Arnav and Chris. How you doing today, guys? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm just fine. Good to say. Thanks for asking. Are you guys ready to write down some predictions today? Yup. Absolutely. Well, let's get right into it. After our hit or miss session, it was a very quiet week this week with only one prediction coming off the board. And that prediction was mine from last week, actually, where I said that Kirk Cousins would have over 200 yards passing, Dalvin Cook would have over 125 yards rushing, Justin Jefferson would have over 75 yards receiving, and the Vikings would win. (laughs) Two of the four of those were right, but not all of it was right, so the prediction as a whole is wrong. And that makes our averages at the guest predictors are leading the way with batting 666. Mike is batting 500. Arnov, you're in third with batting 433. Chris, you're batting 364. And I'm bringing up the rear batting 263. Chris has also got a run and a runner on second. Arnov's got a run and a runner between first and second and third and home. I've got (laughs) no runs with a runner between first and second and a runner between third and home. Mike's got no runs, and the guest predictors have a runner on first. Shall we get to write that down? Chris, would you like to lead things off? Yeah, I'll start start off. I have a a prediction that has a two-factor that have to come true before this prediction to become true. Um, I predict that Anthony Edwards and Obi Toppin, in either order, will finish 1-2 for rookie of the year. Ooh, interesting. You like Obi Toppin on the Knicks? Yep. I actually think he would probably finish first, but I'm not. I'm, I'm saying in either order, those Write two that down. one, two. That's what we're doing. So for those of you who are new to this or missed last week, we now rate our prediction. So Arnav, would you like to go ahead and rate this first? I think I'm going to rate that a four. I am also going to rate it a four. I think that it's hard to project Rookie of the Year right now, yep. even though um, you're projecting first and second. But Toppin was not picked till number eighth last in the draft this year. So good prediction. I don't know if you have anything to add on that. Obviously, with Obi, the potential is there. But um, with Wiseman, LaMelo, and other prospects in the draft, it'll be tough for him to finish top two. So definitely a four. Arnav, would you like to make your first prediction? For my first prediction, I'm going to say Trey Young will make an all-NBA team and the Atlanta Hawks will make the playoffs. Okay. I can see that. I, I feel like they've made a lot of moves this offseason to help their team. Um, now, now, we're having the play-in, so does be making the playoffs mean you make it in the top 10? No. Or does it mean that you make it in the top 8 after top the play-in? Eight after top the play-in. 8 after the play-in. Okay. So I had a similar prediction last week saying the Hawks would be in the playoffs. and But you're adding on to it, making Trey Young become an all-NBA, be on an all-NBA team. Yep. Which I can see happening pretty easily for him. I believe that he was an all-star starter last year already. So I think that he can easily make the jump to being on an all-NBA team. Can I, so, can I add another dimension to this prediction? 
You can always make it harder. I'm going to say he'll have a 50-point game this regular season. All, all, also, all NBA team, 50-point game, and Hawks make playoffs. Yep. All right. Four for me. Once again, I don't think adding a 50-point game is much for Trey Young. <laughs> I know he's had one last season. And I think the Hawks are in a good position to make the playoffs. But I'll give it a four. So your overall score for that is a four. For my first prediction, I'm making a Vikings prediction. The Vikings will lose to the Carolina Panthers, and Teddy Bridgewater will have at least two total touchdowns in the game. Well, I'll give it a two. I'm going to rate that a three. For an overall score of 2.5. Would you like to make your second prediction? All right. Next, next year's surprise NBA MVP, Jimmy Butler. Ho, ho. Home run for me. I'm not even going to rate this because it's going to come off the board incorrect. So. <laughs> you will. Well, then, then, uh, then it's a four on average. Sure. I'll give it a four. Arnav, back to you for your second prediction. For my second prediction, um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the 2020-21 NBA regular season will not begin this December. Even though the, the schedule's mm. already out and all of that stuff and the playing games are starting on December 12th. Um, or not the playing games, excuse preseason. me. The preseason games, yep. I think something devastating is going to happen and the season will have to be postponed. Mm. So, co- so COVID is the only thing that could postpone the season, right? No, nah, that's not true. That, I'm just saying it's not going to start. All right, Chris. Uh, I'll give it a three. All right, I'll give it a four for my second prediction. I mean, he's just saying it won't start by the end of the year, basically. So I think that's not like completely out of the question so i don't think it's out of the question either which is why i'm predicting it so all right my second prediction the minnesota vikings will not make the playoffs so you're predicting a team that has very little chance to make the playoffs does not make the playoffs yes and i want to get a vikings prediction right actually Actually, i know what you're trying to do is you're trying to make it so the vikings make the playoffs and you get this prediction wrong i know you're up to that because yeah. <laughs> I, 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 approve, I approve of that. I'll, get, I'll rate this a two. I'm gonna, also going to give it a two. Because I believe that your prediction will influence events and make it wrong. Because you're pretty good at predicting wrong things about the Vikings. Thanks for that. And now, Chris, do you have another NBA prediction that you can get wrong? Nope. I have a, a Big Ten prediction that, you that can get wrong. I can get wrong. We can add to uh, this. I predict that this is another home run swing. I don't know if you'll rate it that way, but I'll predict that the Big Ten either I don't either preemptively and or will will make some change to its COVID rules or or its rules regarding who can play in the Big Ten championship. I thought they canceled um, the Big Ten championship. No, they have not. Um. So they will make some change to those rules, most likely 
to favor Ohio State. However, you know, it, the changes will be made, you know, to favor Ohio State, but they, we may not know that's why, and they may not end up favoring Ohio State. But that I, I predict they will make some rule change to their 21-day thing or, or to the how many games you have to play to play. No, no, it is. If if they change the twenty one day rule, if they change the number of games, or well, then then just take the out the Ohio State part. Because we we will never know. For, we can always okay. speculate. We can speculate on that, but 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 those are the rules. I, I'm just saying it will be to favor Ohio State, but but we don't. That doesn't have to be part why it was done. But one of those, some of those rules will be changed. All right, I'll give that a one. Just because um, I can definitely see them changing the rules about their COVID nineteen regarding the, their COVID nineteen rules because their rules right now are stupid and I think that they're starting to see that. Most people don't think they'll change their rules, but if you see, you, it's, it's a rating system, so go for it. I gave you a tool for predicting a team that's never going to make the playoffs. It's gonna not going to make the playoffs. And I thank you for that. Um, I think I'm going to rate it a three. And that gives you a two for that prediction. All right. I'm happy with that. All right, Arnold, would you like to make your third and final prediction? For my third prediction, I'm going to say Justin Herbert will win Ricky of the Year, and the Chargers will finish with the worst record in the AFC West. Mm. I'll rate that a three for sure. I rate that a four, actually, because the, the well, because yeah. the two of those things. For one, I don't think Justin Herbert will win Rookie of the Year, but he's the, the front runner now that Joe Burrow went down. Well, the two of those things happening at the same time don't come together for me. I mean, Rookie of the Year on the worst team in the AFC. You know, you're not Rookie of the Year if you're quarterback of the worst team in the AFC. I don't know. Watch him. Yeah, I'm going to okay. give it a two because I think he is the front runner right now because he's about to smash all of the rookie passing records. And they have a very good shot of being last in the division. But what about last in the AFC? In the AFC West. That Oh, oh. I was say, how are they going to beat the Jets? In that but... division. Okay, I'll give it a three then. I'm happy with a rating of three. So that gives that rating overall score two point five. And for my final prediction, I'm going NBA. The Celtics rookie Aaron Neesmith will shoot over fifty percent from three point range in his rookie season with over fifty attempts from three. And for a little background for you guys, I looked up last year's rookies. Yeah. There was no rookies that did this. The closest one was Matt Thomas, who shot 47.5% on 99 attempts. I'm just going to buzz this one right now. We don't even need to rate it. Eh. All right. So I'll, write that. I'll mark that down as a four. <laughs> Arnav, what's your rating? Uh, I think I'm going to rate it a four. All right. So that does it for Write That Down. 
Um, is there anything you guys would like to add before we leave? I don't. I don't know. I think it's interesting that the NBA is going to be starting in like ten days, or not, or not. Of course, yeah. I really hope it does, but well, there's also been a little uh, drama in the NFL lately with all the COVID going around. And yeah. do you think that this could uh, affect the NFL further, Chris? Do you think guest producer Mike is right that that uh, throwing out all of the Denver Broncos quarterbacks, even though they haven't tested positive, is an example of? Uh, a medical police state. Yeah. Well, for those of you who haven't heard, the Broncos, all of their quarterbacks are ineligible to play tomorrow because their backup quarterback tested positive and made everyone else, made all their other quarterbacks close contacts. So they are now forced to have to play one of their emergency quarterbacks, which I heard is their running back, Royce Freeman, as of now. But I also know that their one of their running uh, one of their wide receivers uh, played quarterback at Wake Forest and could be taking snaps for the Denver Broncos against the Saints tomorrow. What what fun for him though? I mean, but uh. I would say alternatively, this is maybe just another example of the NFL giving Drew Brees all the calls, you know, like letting New Orleans get a free win when Drew Brees is out just to try to, you know, it's just another example of. Well, I think it's pretty interesting that they push back the Ravens-Steelers game, but aren't pushing this game back? I think it has to do, they would say, with the number of overall cases on the team, the wide, the amount of wide, how widespread it is, they don't actually. These guys aren't actually confirmed to have it, but so it's just an abundance of caution. And they they've said they're not going to limit games based on what players are out, just the total amount of potential spread that could happen. So, do you think that the NFL could be in trouble? with the growing amount of COVID cases that we are seeing each week now? I don't do think so. Think I think that they'll be able to plow their way through the season. Well, you know, I, they, you know, I, I think they'll make it through. I, I just think they'll have to, you know, I don't, I'm not saying they won't cancel games or make some teams forfeit or something, but you know, it won't be any big deal. Why can't they just deal with it? All right. Yep. Arnold, have you got anything to add before we go? On the NBA front, maybe? Not on the NBA front, but Jalen Suggs. Oh, yeah. First college game, 24-84, I think. And I have been seeing him today in the mock drafts as going number one. That's crazy. Jalen Suggs. Freshman at Gonzaga. Highlight highlight reels of him from the one game he's played so far. Well, he did start off with the horse. Yep, his first his first collegiate bucket was an alley oop dunk on someone. So I think that's a pretty good way to start off your college career. Yep. And that is interesting. 
I think they are the number one team in the NCAA as of now. So, we can watch how long, how far uh, Jalen Suggs and that Gonzaga team can go this year. Assuming that we'll be able to play a whole season. I saw that Daniel Oturu got a guaranteed two-year contract with the Clippers. With the Clippers and Trey Jones, someone, one of you texted that he signed a three-year deal with San Antonio. Is that all guaranteed, or is that a make good? I think, the, I think NBA contracts are fully guaranteed. Nope. Regardless. Yeah. There isn't a certain type that you can. They they well, have they have some of those funky types of contracts. They got they of, got two way deals, two way contract. But um, yeah, we will see what happens with the rookies this year. It also, I bet you're kind of sad that Otuuru was taken with that thirty third pick that the Timberwolves had until they traded. Well, I mean, I'm not sad about that. I'm happy for him. You know, sad that. You can't watch him in a Timberwolves jersey. You know, I mean, he, he's a nice player, but you know what? Like, I'll be surprised if he does anything great in the NBA. <laughs> Lots of confidence in your ex-Gophers, huh? Well, that's kind of what it comes down to. But we'll wait and see. But you know, I was actually ju- I was actually just thinking about this the other day. But um, Amir Coffee is on that Clippers team also. So Oturu and Coffee. I guess the Clippers. Pretty... I guess the Clippers have faith in the Gophers. Do you, do you <laughs> think when Minnesota fires Richard Pitino, he'll go become a, a assistant a, coach, a, with, assistant the coach with the Clippers? <laughs> that would be funny to see. I don't know. I, I think the Clippers might have a rough year next year. Why is that? I don't know. I just you you don't have a collapse like that, and then I think you might just they you might lose all faith in Kawhi already. Well, well, a year no. late, a year after people were calling him the best player in the league, he was Finals MVP. Just saying. Yeah, just saying. But I mean, like, is he gonna play all year? Who's playing with no. him? No. Yeah, I'm sure that he'll take his. Days off, right? I mean, it's a—it's just he's a little, a little wimpy, and we, we'll watch and see how he and Paul George come back after that brutal collapse you were talking about in the playoffs last year against the Denver Nuggets. I mean, do you think that the other teammates, you know, look at Kawhi, you know? You know, they're playing every game, but Kawhi is just going to... He needs some rest because he's playing so much harder than they are when he's playing. You know, what's the deal? I think that eventually that's going to wear thin if it hasn't already. Yeah, I've heard rumors about that being a reason uh, why that Clippers team could have collapsed last year. But... I guess time will tell. maybe everybody else on the team was too tired, except for Kawhi. So then when it got to the bubble, it was kind of hard. (laughs) 
I guess time will tell to see how that Clippers team uh, works out. I really like that Serge Ibaka signing, though. I think that that will uh, really help stabilize their team and bring good leadership to it. And Kawhi's played with Ibaka in the past, so they already know each other's games and can play with each other. That's that's good. I am sad though that the Wolves didn't sign him. I think that he could have been a big piece to helping this Timberwolves roster. I mean, thank goodness they didn't sign him. I mean, he just sounds like another one of those stiffs the Timberwolves would sign. I mean, I don't. No one's ever been like you know. Well, I guess our team's going to make the finals this year because you signed Serge Ibaka. I mean. In one of the series this year, I, I think he was the best shooter for Toronto. Yes. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't strike me as a difference maker. Oh, no. We'll wait and find out to see if that uh, chemistry for the Clippers is any better than it was last year. Well, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week for Write That Down. All right. Thank you. Bye.